welcome to Round 3, the show where we tackle life's hard questions like, why do we press harder on a remote control when we know the batteries are going dead? I'm Steve Glosson. I generally take the batteries out and flip them, and I'm Derek Russell. I do the thing with my thumb where I just kind of spin them around a little bit, like that's going <laughs> to... Create positive energy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Like that's going to create some kind of charge. I don't know how that works. <laughs> it's like here, if I go, that's ridiculous. If I go ridiculous. faster, I'll get more minutes out of it. <laughs> right, right. I usually just take them out of other remotes. <laughs> I do. The Xbox remote's sitting there. I'm like, all right, you're going in TiVo. And these, well, the surround sound doesn't need as much power. Those can go in there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're here. It's another Monday. We haven't gotten canceled yet, so that's a good sign. No, indeed, indeed. So, I mean, people still apparently are listening to us. I don't know why, but anyways, let's spin the wheel since they are spin the wheel. I'm really gonna throw up one of these days. One day we're gonna be sitting here and I'm gonna have the stomach virus and be like, Steve, you're gonna have to spin it. I can't do it. <laughs> I landed on two. Number two, Derek, is run-ins with the law. You go first. (laughs) (laughs) We're actually doing some kind of personal topics this week. It's stories from us, not so much like, hey, what do you think of this movie coming out? and Stuff like that. Yes, Steve and Derek behind the mic. From the heart. If you will, will. off the cuff. Derek, the year was 2000. Yes. I was doing an internship at a at a job up in Minnesota. I'd also like to say, neither one of us know what stories we're bringing to the table here. Indeed, this is raw. And at, at the time, I was but a twenty three year old guy, I guess. Um, and I was hanging out with some other people of like age that I'd met up there. We'd become friendly. We'd become chums. And they told me about this place called Shoots and Ladders. And I'm like, what is Shoots and Ladders? And they're like, it's this great park with a great slide. You know, it's got a bunch of neat slides and that sort of thing. And I'm like, well, they're like, so we want to go tonight. I'm like, well, let's go. You know, let's not, let us not stay here. Right. Where we are. When you're 23, you just want to go do something. Yeah, let us go. Yes. Let us go play. So it is night, and, and, and generally parks close at night. I, I don't know if you're aware of this this truth. Um, I, I, I was made aware of that out of the country, and then I realized, hey, it's the same way in America. I just never obeyed those rules. No, nor did I. And apparently this is a large park with, with various nature trails and everything because we parked on the backside of the park in, in a little like school parking lot or something, and we hiked through the woods about a half a mile um to get to this open area where this playground was with these slides and everything and so we're you know we're having our fun on the slide and everything. and it's and it's a and it is it was one of these slides was a really big long slide with um with a with a tunnel you know it's one of those tunnel things that I tend to get stuck in <laughs> I was going to say was this more for children or but but th- at this time in my life I fit through it and uh, and and so it was really funny because I come sliding out and I stand up and I make some comment about having fit through the slide. And <laughs> I could just see that. A, hey, I fit. <laughs> hey, look at me, guys! The fatty fit through the slide. And there's a flashlight in my face. 
Oh, and I'm that's like, well, never that's good. weird. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And uh, and we hear this voice. Hey, what do you got? What are you kids doing out here? Hey, hey, that's Canada. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know? That's right. Michigan. Don't you know? He's like, you know, the park's closed. Don't you know? And I was like, you betcha. <laughs> and um, and so that's Canada. Like, this dude's like, what are you what are you doing? No, sir, Minnesota, you yeah. betcha. Yeah, oh, sure. Don't you know? yeah. Sure, sure it's closed. Yeah. Um Yeah. Wisconsin. And uh oh, oh. didn't know it was closed. <laughs> and <laughs> didn't realize the park was closed there. So um, sorry. So this guy's like, What are you guys doing? Like, oh we just came to see the park <clears throat> and play. And play. <laughs> and he's like, we Well, been drinking. um, he and he was his he had a little truck parked down the hill a little ways and he's like, Well, you guys just come with me and consider yourselves under arrest until we get this squared away and I'm like, Oh my god, I'm under arrest <laughs> <laughs> So um So we go down this place, there's like four or five of us, and he, he calls us over each in turn to himself. But we're all standing lined up in the headlights of a car, you know, like a freaking... I mean, just like a freaking police lineup. Yeah. And he writes us all tickets for trespassing. Okay. And um, to this day, I don't know that I ever paid mine. Probably not something you want to say here. No, no, that's true. Do you true. have anything uh, you'd but, like to declare to the IRS? <laughs> <laughs> but he was. it was really weird because, like, I handed him my license, and I still had a Georgia driver's license. And he's like, oh, you're from Georgia, hey? I'm like, yeah, you betcha. <laughs> you getting smart and, with me? Eh? Why are we in Canada again? <laughs> and, but at the same, what was funny though is at the same time, I was the oldest person there. Everyone else was like twenty, twenty one. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm there like twenty three. And uh, and and so it was just a. He thought I was kind of the ringleader because I'm the big burly looking guy. I'm the oldest. But this really cute girl that was with us, she walks over. She's like, "Well, this was all my idea." And da 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 da. You know, and she really takes the professional. I'm I'm going to take. I'm going to get everybody's back on this thing and try to get us all out of it. She did not. She did not. <laughs> and so, any run-ins with the law on your end, Derek? Well, that's as far as it goes. That was. Like <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't pay the bill. Well, why did he consider fine. you under arrest if all you got was a fine? I mean, I just—I'd pay you. It's like if you're I, jaywalking, you get a citation, you go on. Derek, I don't want to speak ill of law enforcement officials anywhere, especially not Minnesota. Okay? No, especially not Minnesota. There's some of the nicest people in the world in Minnesota, but this particular person, I think he just didn't know what to do with four or five college age. Yeah kids you know other than use the term arrest to really try to freak us out because i think when he saw that we all froze in his flashlight <laughs> that he had us yeah, I, yeah. I think he realized he was dealing with a bunch of kids who aren't really causing trouble per se right but uh and we're like so what's the deal why i mean why can't you just let us go he's like oh we've been having some problems with kids starting fires and stuff <laughs> i love that you're still doing the accent and I'm like, I'm like, we we're not going to start any fires or anything. And we and he's like, we slide oh. down the the slide. We don't want to light it on fire. And so I started making human sacrifice jokes. Oh God, yeah, not a not smart move on my part. And uh, <laughs> don't you know? <laughs> don't you know? It wasn't a smart move on my part there. And uh, because we had to still walk back through the dark woods. 
Um, oh, so you didn't get like escorted home or anything? Oh no, no, no. He's like, just you need to head back to your vehicles now. Oh, they were like, wow. what's on the other side of the park? He's like, well, just go back the way you came there. Don't yeah, over there, yeah. We're like, y- you betcha. You seen Fargo? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> a good little story. That's it. Yeah, that, I mean, okay. I'm, I mean, I don't really have Derek. I'm not a. I'm not a real. I'm not. I've never been a non-law. That's fine. No, I, I understand that. Like I said, when I, these came, topics came up, we had not uh, discussed them, so we don't know what each other's going to say. I mean, I've got several. I got a ticket stories I could tell you. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a good for another day. Okay, because I mean, you know, Superman T-shirt, polka dot pajamas. Maybe we. Need, you keep going into Echo. I don't mean in to. In my earphones. Well, it must be you. How could it be me? Uh, because I haven't pushed a button. Watch. Guilty. Yeah, it keeps going into that. It can't. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> Your mixer's broken. All right. It's impossible. <laughs> Maybe we need to make the the speeding ticket one the next. Ah, we'll save that. Anyway. Okay, my turn? Yes. Um, so I'm in Malibu looking for a hooker. And, um... Really? Nothing? Okay. <laughs> I'm just listening. I'm like, Wow. Good story so far. <laughs> I'm engaged into this story. I'm very much into this. <laughs> <laughs> I totally have a clue what's going on. Okay. Um, my junior year of college, I guess, I was living with um, two guys, Tucker and another friend. I think I've mentioned him to you before, Ramey. His name is, well, we'll call him Ramey because that's his name. But <laughs> his name is Christopher Ramey, but we always called him Ramey. And Ramey, the the best way to describe him is um, a younger Kramer, mm. but has lived more life than Kramer had. Mm. And probably more alcohol than Kramer had at that point, too. Um, and it was, you know, we're prone to tornadoes in this area a lot. And it was a really bad Friday night uh, in the midst of a tornado warning. And we were at the apartment, like 2 or 3 in the morning, we were awake. And um, Ramey can do amazing things. He, um, We believe that his power is harnessed from uh, whiskey. <laughs> um, because he can down a fifth of Everclear like it's nothing, and then he can fix things by touching them. I say this only because to give you an instance of the story I'm about to tell you involving the legal ramifications, um, I had a Microsoft uh, wireless keyboard and mouse set, and Mm -hmm. I had had it maybe about a year, and one day it decided not to no longer work. So I'm, you know, like the remote, as we said earlier, I'm trying to pound the keys harder, to make it to make it work and of course it is not so Ramey hears me from the other room and he comes in to my room and he's he's eating an apple and just hey, hey, hey buddy I mean, because he always did that too he would come in through the attic I mean he would he, I mean he was Kramer but like Kramer on crystal meth not that he really took crystal meth but you you see where I'm going with this right right so right so he comes in he's eating this apple he's just like hey hey buddy what's up and I'm like um oh my keyboard's not working and he is a technological mastermind sir he proceeded to take off his shirt with this apple still in his mouth held on to the apple he took off his shirt took my keyboard and rubbed it really hard up and down on his chest 
what? Just just started rubbing like I mean, and you couldn't question things that he did because you never knew what he was going to do. So when he did these things, you were just like, "Yep, that's Raimi." So he proceeded. I mean, he like he's trying to create point of order. Point of yeah. order. You you got to question that. <laughs> Uh, you you obviously have not the, been around him enough. You got to question the keyboard. I don't care. You got to question the keyboard. A point of order. Um. So he and he, he um. He start he starts like I don't know if he's creating friction or what he's doing. He takes it and he plops it back down in my lap and puts his shirt back out back on and he goes try it. And I start typing the keys and it works. And he takes another bite of the apple, throws it up in the air. Kicks it with his foot in the trash can and walks off. <laughs> and I'm not making this crap up either, because there are too many... Graham, Tucker, any of these people can attest to the things he has done. Um, so anyway, he is extremely drunk on this isolated instance of night with the tornado warning. He is. Not, nobody else is. Uh, well, Tucker may have had a few drinks, I don't know. But he, he had uh, taken several Mountain Dew one-liter bottles and filled them with Everclear and had downed about Mm. three of them. And he had, the week before, procured this, um, I don't know quite how to describe this, Steve. It was was a dirt bike. But at one time, it was a street-legal dirt bike in that... um, the the person that he bought it from, he was clearing out this person's warehouse, and the guy was going to pay him like $300, and Ramey unearthed this Yamaha street legal, at the time, dirt bike. Um, and he was like, I'll clean out the warehouse if you'll just give me that. Because he thought it was... <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, okay. The thing had a Mississippi license plate on it that expired in 1981. Wow. Um, no lights, no headlights. They were broken out. Um, but, I mean, you could put about $3 worth of gas in that thing, and it would go for a couple of weeks. So, Ramey takes... That's, this was in Tupelo. Ramey puts the thing on the back of his truck and brings it to Startville. Well, the thing... I don't... I don't... I don't know how it was used. And I'm not trying to be unpolitically, impolitically correct or anything, but I think that... Um, the guy's son was like Down syndrome or something, and he had the bike when he was a younger kid growing up, just to like ride around the house in the yard and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they never really had done anything to it, but it was so tiny that, and Ramey was so tall that when he got on it, his knees went over his head. So he's riding around town in this thing with with his knees over his head. And he's loaded this up and brought it back to Starville and thought he's, you know, going to be pretty funny. I mean, to the point that the night he brought it back, he had Tucker r- r- driving it around and he was uh, had a rope tied to the back of it and he was going down our driveway on rollerblades skiing on the back of it. So. Wow. <laughs> and you just have to know Ramey. But, um, so this night, he uh, he's sitting, we had this big open, we were on the second floor, but we had this big open porch balcony thing with big triple doors that opened up and um it's raining i mean it was really hot it was summer but we had the doors open up because it was nice and he goes i'm gonna go ride the bike we were like and and the thing about ramey is you just kind of had to take care of ramey when he was drunk and we were like no ramey why don't you just sit down and watch a movie you'll be fine so i know i think tucker had had one or two beers or something because i told tucker i said look i'm gonna go to the bathroom or something i said i'll be back in a minute i said watch ramey because if he's gone, we'll never catch him. 
So I'm gone for under two minutes. When I come back in the living room, the front door is flapping open in the wind like the house is about to go away in The Wizard of Oz, and Raimi's gone. And Tucker's just sitting in the floor, and I'm like, where is Raimi? About that time, I hear the engine on this thing that I don't know how to describe to you rev up, and I run to our porch just in time to see him drive this thing off the back of his truck and take off into this tornado. (laughs) And I mean, three fifths of Everclear gone. He's he's lit, <laughs> sir. He is lit. This apartment complex we were in, Startwell, was a big loop, and it it was I don't know how many miles it went around um, that surrounded our complex. It was way out on the outskirts of town in a new complex they had built. Um, but it was lined with houses all the way around the loop, and then the apartment complex was in the middle. So he these little cookie cutter rental houses. So he got out at like 3 in the morning and just opened it wide up on this thing. The speedometer only went to 55. But it's in the middle of a tornado. There's no street lights, and he's got no headlights on this thing. So we jump in Tucker's car and take off after him to try and catch him. And I'm at least trying to provide light for him, if nothing else, because if he, if he were to come in front of a dog, he would never see it. You know, it'd, be, it'd all be over with. Right. Um, <laughs> so... I try to catch up with him to the best of my ability. I think the needle spun around and broke off because he's doing like 90 on this thing. I don't know if the brakes worked, but but I do know that there were no headlights. And it's just funny because you're behind. It's 2000, what, four or, or 2006 or something. And he's, and I'm driving behind this guy. I mean, just the image alone was classic. His knees above his head with a 1981 Mississippi license plate on the back of this dirt bike whatever this thing was this mini motorcycle so 1981 so so picture the the year was 1981 so picture that in your head if you will so we get out after him and the tornado is getting the storm is getting worse and um (laughs) and he's made about nine ten passes around that loop um well we come to the final pass where um I've got a really bad echo now from you. And now it's gone. Something weird going on on your end, Steve. There's there's crazy crap happening tonight. Is there? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Anyway, I don't either. Did you hear it? No. Crazy. Okay. <laughs> it's rainy. But I, it's rainy. I saw it. I saw it, though. <laughs> so... um we make this final pass, and he's about to run the loop again. Like I said, he's been seven, eight, nine times around. And he's coming towards the stop sign. I'm behind him enough to show light, to throw enough light ahead of him that he can make the turn. And it's pitch black in front of us, and then all of a sudden, about seven cop cars, blue lights just turn on in the in this midst of this blackness that you can't see for this storm and everything. Yes, it, by the way, it was storming, pouring down rain while he was driving this. <laughs> if you didn't infer that from the fact that we were in the middle of a tornado warning and he did not have a helmet on, yes, it was pouring down rain while oh, he was sir, driving. I was running away from trouble. I was trying to help my friend stay out of trouble. Well, this is what I, and this is what I was about to tell the officer. He had no light. So, well, this is the funny thing, though. Tucker had a white Bronco. So the conversation started with the officers. 
Oh no. We had reports of a white Bronco being chased. (laughs) (laughs) We thought O.J. Simpson was in Starville. Anyway, so the cop cars just converged. And I'm not lying about the number. There were about seven or eight of them. And um, Ramey, like, looks to the left and looks to the right. So there's this hill to the right of, well, he's going to take off up the hill and thinks he's going to avoid them. Like, oh, they don't see me. like oh they're here for some other reason they can't see me i will sneak off into the night and go down in this ditch <laughs> and of course they go down after him and they pull him over and they're like what the hell is going on out here and this and is they, mississippi cops ladies and gentlemen yes, let's not forget yes. that fact college town mississippi cops at three in the morning in the middle of a tornado warning they weren't happy we're gonna run a little long on this episode <laughs> so they um they, they asked me, like, have you been drinking? I was like, no, <laughs> who, sir. Who, who had episode 15 in the pool? <laughs> who, who had episode 13, i rather, in the pool? <laughs> so, and who had that it was going to be Derek's fault? <laughs> Extra points. <laughs> you get the remainder of the cash, <laughs> sir. Um, so they, <laughs> they're like, what is going on out here? And I'm like, I like look. I said, he... When he gets his mind, I didn't want to tell him that he'd been drinking because I just knew they would cart him off right then and there. I don't know if it was legal to give him a DUI on that thing, but I figured he could have gotten one. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get a DUI on a riding lawnmower, I figured you could get one on this thing. Um, Indeed. I mean, this was a little bit above uh, Hot Rod's moped, Steve. Nice. <laughs> there you a- go. See, now that puts it in perspective. Yeah. The, this, uh, but, it, w- you know, with the engine, he didn't have to pedal, you know, or anything. Right, 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 right. So they're like, you know, what happened? What's, I was like, look, when he gets his mind made up about something, he just goes with it. He just got this thing, and he wanted to go. And I didn't know he left, and he didn't have any headlights. And it's pitch black out here, so I just tried to get behind him. Now, we weren't speeding because it was like 70 on this loop, and we were, you know, going below that. So, um, we weren't really in trouble for speeding at all because I was, at the, at the most, I was going 55. It just looked like on that little bike he was going so much faster because right, right, he did right. break the speedometer off sure. <laughs> the needle. So, we get, so we, they, they get him over and, and, and like four of the cops have him over there and they're, I mean, they are laughing because they're looking at this bike and they are busting out laughing at this thing and the sheer, it, sheer image they had of him coming towards them, <laughs> this, <laughs> this man child coming at them and they're like, um, they're like, is he drunk? And I was like, I don't know. He just got there. You know, I just, I wasn't going to rat him out at right, all. Right, right. And, you know, I was like, I, he was at our apartment, but he took off, and I I was out of the room, and I don't and really know what happened. We need to make a point here now that the, the host of Round 3 do not condone the consumption of uh, adult beverages and driving. No. no. Whether it be an SUV or whatever the hell this thing Or was. a 1981 hot rod dirt bike. Or a Schwinn, for that matter. Spirits of the animal kingdom. <laughs> Dolphin. So, you know, they're like, we gotta, we've got to, we got to write him up for this. And I was like, you've got to tell me what you're about to write him up for. And I was, he was like, well, uh, first off, expired license plate. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's trying to keep a straight face. God bless that officer. He was trying not to laugh. And I was like, okay, I can see that. 1981, March. It's a little late. <laughs> and uh, it is the next century. So, you know, I can respect that. And he's like, no helmet. I was like, I can totally respect that. He goes, um. So they're like, they're like, dude, he, he's like, we're, we've had two tornadoes touch down the area. He's got to be drunk. He's like, we got to give him a breathalyzer test. I was like, oh, God, here we go. (laughs) Please, Mr. Officer. I was like, so Tucker's still sitting in the Bronco. I'm like, just get ready. It's going to be a long night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He passes. What? He passed the breathalyzer test. They're like, oh, you're good to go. And so they give him a ticket for um, expired license plate and... um, no helmet, and he didn't have his wallet on him, so they gave him one for not having his driver's license. And they said, we won't bother about insurance on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so they took off. It, but what had happened was these little cookie-cutter houses around the loop All right. had called in a disturbance saying that there had been drag racing going on. Oh, yeah. This thing was so freaking loud because the pipes had been covered on it. <laughs> So they had called in. So they thought there was this huge ring going on that they were about to go break up. And that's why they're laughing so damn hard because they all get there. They're like, okay, okay, here we go. Here we. What the hell is that? (laughs) (laughs) Here he comes, guys. Here he comes. It's like we heard him from three miles away. (laughs) What is this? What is this man shot? So what Ramey does, he just sticks the. They're like, you can take that bike home, sir. And we're, I don't know, we're about a mile from the house. So he sticks the citations of the tickets in his pocket. He kicks up the kickstand and he walks the thing home like a little eight year old that has a flat tire. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> and they and they come over to me and they're like, Are you you okay? And I was like, Yeah, I have not been drinking, just you know, wanted to make sure he was safe and didn't know the best way to go about it. Just wanna make sure he didn't kill himself out here. They're like, well, he's. They were like, he's not really right in the head, is he? (laughs) What was your first indication? If you got a keyboard screwed up, he can fix it for you. (laughs) So you know, he walks at home, and um, and I take talk about the house, and he crashes on the couch. On the couch, the next morning, he wakes up, and we put those. We knew they'd get thrown away or something. Those tickets, we laid them on his chest when we went to sleep that night. He wakes up and he goes, what the hell did I get tickets for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Don't try it, folks. And the bike's sitting up the staircase, chained to the railing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. So that's my brush with the law story. Stay, You know, guys, later. drinking and driving don't mix. No. Spin don't the wheel, it. Derek. Spin the wheel. <laughs> Who had 45 minutes on the 15th? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a headache. Number three. Number three, first movie you saw in theaters. I'll go first, since uh, you went first last time. Great. Back to the Future Part 2. Oh, wow. Um, is, it, is it any weirdness that that's one of my favorite films of all time? The, uh... And, I know I saw movies in the theater before this. I know I, I saw uh, something. My earliest movie memory, though, is is honestly The Empire Strikes Back. 
That was the first time you saw it? The first thing you saw? Mm-hmm. That's my earliest going to the movie memory. So I was three and a half, you know, maybe maybe closer to four. Um, and we were with some friends. And I remember, all I know is I fell asleep right about the time, right about the time they got off Hoth. And I woke up right around the time Luke was getting his hand chopped off. That's a good nap, sir. Yeah, well, I was just a little kid at the time. But I knew I yeah. loved Star Wars, and so... But that's the first movie I remember going to theater to see. I have much more vivid memories of being six years old and going with friends to see Return of the Jedi. You're going to see what? I'm sorry, my headphones R- fell off. The Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. And and now, the first movie I went to see in theaters by myself, and I mean, like, without parents present, was oh, Ernest Goes to Camp. I just went by myself. <laughs> was Ernest Goes to Camp. All right. So, fourth um, grade, fir- went the, with a buddy. I don't really... I'm sorry, you were still telling that story. I'm go sorry, ahead. yeah, fourth grade, went with a buddy. We were going to go see the Chipmunk Adventure, then we decided to go see Ernest Goes to Camp. And uh, and that worked what out did... so well that time. Uh, the next thing we went to go see was uh, Spaceballs. Nice. So that was a good one. What a year for awesome films. You Chipmunk better believe Adventure, it. Spaceballs. Ernest Goes to Camp. <laughs> Ernest Goes to Camp. Um, the I think, I don't really have memories of saying, I don't know, I was five Back to the Future Part 2. I remember seeing Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, I saw that in theaters as well. Yeah, I have a lot more vivid memories of seeing that than I do uh, at our old, old Malco that burned, actually. Mm. So, yeah. So we make up for very long topic number one with very short number topic two and run the... (laughs) (laughs) And uh, our final topic tonight, first jobs. I believe it's your turn. Derek, my first job was uh, at a Dairy Queen here locally, and uh, I kept that job through high school. I mean, first, like, real paying job, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, worked at a Dairy Queen here. And and it was funny because I was kind of friends with one of the guys who was managing the Dairy Queen. He and his brother were taking over management of the Dairy Queen there. And uh, they I came in applied. Over. They hired me. And our Dairy Queen had a very, very bad reputation at the time. In fact, it gotten so bad that the management prior to these guys coming in and running it um, had, uh, it j- they just all walked out one night. One night, the whole staff just walked out the door and said, we're not coming wow. back. And um, so amazing. we came in, there was a lot of cleaning to do, a lot of staying at Dairy Queen until midnight a lot of times. But some of my friends jumped in and, and, and got jobs there, and we had a blast. It was a great place to work through high school. Nice. Um, what about your second? What did you do after that? Well, I went to college. Uh, and I was I did a job at a church for a summer right after I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to college, I took a telemarketing job for a few weeks. You did not. Uh, sir, that sucked, but in a big way. <laughs> What were you selling? Well, we weren't really selling anything. We were taking donations for the Fraternal Order of Police. And it was really weird. You put a lot of pieces together for me tonight because the script we read from was our drag race and biker gangs terrorizing your streets in the great state of Mississippi. <laughs> Don't BS at me. <laughs> you were lying. No, we literally take strips of the phone book columns and cold call people and ask them questions like, do you think there should be tougher laws on criminals? 
You know, of course, everyone's like, well, sure I do. And we're like, well, support the Fraternal Order of Police. And if you could get so many donations in this three-hour period um, from just cold calls, then you got to go to the notebook where uh, where people had donated the year prior. And you got to call them back and just ask for a renewal, which was a lot easier. And since you kind of, you didn't just work on an hourly thing, you also worked for a bit of commission, you know, that was big time and it was good money it just oh my gosh it just sucked but in such a major way because you'd call someone and ask to speak to so-and-so about well he just passed away last week Mm. and then you're like oh all right well click i was like back to dairy queen with me so you went back to dairy queen i did in virginia (laughs) um But, <laughs> you just have this image of you throwing down your headset. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to Dairy Queen, mofos. Best documentary ever. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is horse crap. Um. Yes, in is, high is school, Mr. Bill Smith there, please. Uh, he just died last week. Oh, son of a... <laughs> you do this. You do this. <laughs> My condolences, click. <laughs> we don't want anything from you, bye. Um, in high school, I was... Um, something we have really big here in town is our school district, because we have so many freaking schools in our school district. We have, like, 30. We have, like, 15 elementary schools, two high, you know, the high schools and the middle schools and everything, just in the city limits of Tupelo. So, I worked as a network administrator, which sounds cool, but in all actuality, the state of Mississippi got a grant at the time I was in high school for, to, for the building of new, for new buildings at established schools and some new schools. So what that meant was, in 115 degree summer weather, I would have to climb through the attic of these new schools being constructed around me and pull Cat Five blue Belden cable ethernet cord from one end of the school to the other and then drop several cables in every room and then, you know, route them out and make sure they were all working for set up for the hub for the internet and everything. Right, right, right. The end of the job was a lot better than the beginning because I I was fat. So it was 150 degrees. I'm like, is it hot in here? (laughs) Just kill me. Just kill me now. I lost so much weight. (laughs) <laughs> those four years. Let me tell you something. It, I was 19 before I found out manual labor wasn't the president of Mexico. <laughs> How long have you been holding that one back? <laughs> I've got nothing for manual labor. Um, but my second job, but that was cool because I was in charge of the entire, like our division, I was in charge of it. There were a few other ones that were in charge of other parts, but I had, you know, I got to do my own thing, even though I answered to some people. But um, my second job was, uh, you have the Kroger over there in Georgia, don't you? We do. We have the Kroger, not here where I'm at. Right. I was... Um, we have the fa- Piggly Wiggly in my town. This uh, Well, we have Piggly Wiggly here, too. This was also due to Ramey. Um, Ramey was <laughs> the produce manager at our Kroger in Startville. Don't know how he landed that job. Don't know how he kept that job. 
but I needed uh, some money at the time and uh, couldn't really find any work. And so I said, just get me a job at Kroger. I can work some nights while I'm looking for something else. And he was like, oh, okay. So I just assumed I'd either like go to produce and work for him or just be one of the stock boys in the back, which I didn't really want to do, but at that point in college and everything, but you know, I kind of had to. Right. Um, right. so he comes home one night and he's like, got you a job. Start tomorrow. And, uh, just, you know, be there at, and I was like, what am I going to be doing? He was like, um, it'll be fine. Don't even worry about it. It'll be fine. I was like, okay. Um, so I show up at Kroger. They had made me the head butcher of the meat market. Hmm. Did not know what I was doing. <laughs> They're like, oh, thank God you're here. They, it was like they had transferred me in from out of state or something. I don't know what Ramey lied and told them. But... <laughs> It was like he knew I could do all this stuff, so they showed up. They're like, all right, here's the bone saws. You know, Oh, you know how to do all this. You know how to do all this. And the packaging in the back, and here's you know, here's all the meat, and just wrap it and get it out there. And it was like, well, we'll worry about all your, your, your pay stub love stuff later in the day now. You just go ahead and get started because we're real behind. And I'm sitting there in one of those white meat market lab coats with a cleaver in my hand, and I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> And so for the next two years, I proceeded to run the meat market Wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> to the best of my known abilities. I need those things really thin, really thin. I, and I was just like, I did bone saw. I was like, what does the bone saw do? And then somebody clicked it on. I was like, get that the hell away from me. <laughs> I was like, I will be the guy that loses a finger in here. You don't know how much of a klutz I am. Bone saw is real. <laughs> So that was like the one of the worst experiences of my life. Wow. I mean, it was good. It was good money, and I really didn't have to answer to anybody because I was. They made me the boss like the first day. <laughs> but I swear, Ramy did it to to just screw with me. I know he did. I mean, he was like, "Oh, he's been doing meat market for like twelve years. Nice. He'll be good." <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that was that was my second job. Good times, though. Good times. Good fun, good times, good fun. And that brings us to the close of another round three. Indeed, you can uh, follow us on the Twitter if you want to. We're at round3podcast.com. All of these threes that you'll hear in the next moment are the number three. Our website is round3show.com. And uh, give us an email. Shoot us an email our way at uh, round3show at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and have you weigh in on, on things that you'd like to hear us talk about here on round three. And that does wrap it up for this extra long episode. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> of round three. We promise the next one will be rife with brevity. I don't even know what that means. Indeed. <laughs> we'll talk about it on the next round three. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs> I'm going back to Dairy Queen, mofos.